All right. Welcome to episode 79 of Eat, Drink, Write, an Urban Fantasy Whiteboard. And this week, we're going to be talking about another archetype. We're going to talk about the explorer archetype. Mm -hmm. But first, how was your week? Uh, Pretty good. Busy like normal. Um, But I think I'm actually starting to get used to being busy again. So uh, it wasn't as uh, exhausting or tiring or whatever. Um, And then this past weekend was 4th of July. So I had Monday off, which is actually when we're recording this. Um, And I got to go and visit you guys. And yeah, that was great. Have amazing food and good fireworks kind of out of the corner of our eye Mm -hmm. from our house. Um, And so, yeah, it was, it was pretty fun. Pretty good. Yeah. I have a amazing hangover today. (laughs) (laughs) I I am also a bit hungover, but not as much as you probably. (laughs) Oh my Lord. I was so drunk. Yeah. We (laughs) made sidecars, which uh, is a very strong drink. And it's just like liquor with a splash of lemon. <laughs> man. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's a little, little rough day today for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and what are you eating and drinking? Um, so I'm drinking a white claw in my girlfriend's fancy cup that she's got here. It's just a Starbucks okay. cup or whatever. Um, and it's what I had at the pool with me. So that's, uh, what I've got now. And then she actually just went and picked up pizza for us. So we're going to have margarita pizza and then a Supreme pizza. So it'll be oh, good. fun. Yeah. Yeah. We, I am not drinking alcohol today, <laughs> <laughs> although maybe I should, but you know, the, dog. <laughs> the dog thing. Uh, I've got a tangerine La Croix is oh, what nice. I'm drinking right now. And we ate leftover smoked barbecue from last mm. night and, uh, leftover Chinese from the night before. So it was a, a good, good dinner. So um, I'm going to apologize in advance because I'm not going to edit this. I'm just going to put it up as is. It's Fair. late and I'm hungover. So there you go. <laughs> That's all we got. <laughs> um, I do have some jokes. Oh, good. They're yeah. explorer jokes. Oh, of course. What do you call a lazy space explorer? What? A procrastinate. Oh, I like that one. Actually, that's that's pretty innovative. That's nice. I like it. What kind of pants does a cave explorer wear? What? Stalac tights. <laughs> that's a good one. Did you hear about the French explorer who crashed his aircraft into a Canadian lake? No. He drank too much champlain. Oh my oh my god. <laughs> all right. All right. Those all were right. all okay, I thought. No, they're pretty good. They're pretty good. All right. So archetypes. Yeah. Archetypes and this explorer archetype. And, you know, I love talking about these archetype characters. I think they're super cool episodes that we do. Um, I always end up finding information about them that I didn't like really expect to find. You know, Mm -hmm. you think, you know, the lover archetype, and then you're going to find something new or a different way to look Mm -hmm. at that archetype or whatever. So I love doing these and I'm excited to talk about the explorer. Yeah, me too, for sure. Um, As a reminder, an archetype uh, is a character that creates an immediate sense of familiarity, allowing the audience member to relate to an event or character without having to want, wonder why they're relating. Right. Um, and so they're, they're, um, there's actually also a difference between archetypes, stereotypes, stock characters, and cliches. Absolutely. And we've talked about all of those different things, but I've, we've never exactly said what the difference is. Yeah. So, um, I, I, I found this on masterclass.com, which 
probably a lot of you go to as well. They have a series of really good articles. Yeah, pretty sure I've found it uh, um, too. So um, a stereotype is an oversimplified notion or characterization. Yeah. You know, um, it, it's similar to an archetype, but not exactly the same thing. Mm-hmm. A cliche is an idea, event, or detail, or character that has been used so repeatedly in literature that it has become predictable and maybe even boring. Right. And that's why we do those episodes where you're twisting up those cliches to try to yeah. make them less boring. Yeah. Um, a stock character is somewhere between an archetype and a stereotype. It's a character who intentionally fits into a narrow, predictable description that you might need um, to make your audience understand something, to make a connection um, in a way that, that um, well, that went right out of my head. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I wonder if we could you know, do episodes on like specific stock characters or something. Yeah, I think so. I think, I think that would be good. Yeah. Um, so what's the explorer archetype specifically? And I got a lot of this information from knowyourarchetypes.com. I found it super helpful. Um, and it had a lot of information that was really neat. Um, so the explorer archetype is a soul type, uh, type of character that's on a journey. So it's more about the character themselves rather than like external events and like, you know, things that happen to a character. Okay. Um, they like to experience new things and stay off the grid. They represent about nine to 10% of the population. Okay. Um, they don't depend on others for self-awareness. They like to kind of figure themselves out. I think that you are an explorer type character. Oh, and oh. I think Courtney is an explorer type character. I think that's probably true. Yeah. Probably yeah. Courtney more so than you, but you're right up there too. Yeah. And I, I think it's just because you haven't had the time and she makes the time to do these exploring type things. Right. Right. So. No, I agree with that. I uh, am trying to get to the point in my life where I can do those things. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely. I, I think so too. Mm-hmm. Uh, the explorer archetype does not like to be caged in. They're very independent people. They like to do things on their own. Mm-hmm. Um, and being an explorer actually isn't just about exploring the physical worlds, like going to and explore, you know, mountains and lakes and valleys and all that kind of stuff, but it's also about their sense of identity. So it's about their mm-hmm. sense of self. Mm-hmm. Um, the explorer is moved by the possibility of a more like fulfilling and authentic life by being true to oneself. So, you know, unlike the hero, they don't really need an inciting incident to kind of find out who they are. Um, okay. They just kind of go and do it already. Like they just decide to do it themselves. Yeah. I think that they are a character that is driven to push the boundaries of the status quo and explore that unknown, which can be a very good thing as a side character to give impetus to your main character to do something. If, you're, if your hero doesn't have that quality, this character might help push your main character to do that. Yeah. They their strengths are that they're curious, driven, motivated by self-improvement like you said. Right. Um their weaknesses are that they tend to be restless, unreliable and really never satisfied with things as they are. They right. always need more. Right. Um they're naturally inquisitive people with a social side. Um they spend a lot of time in their own minds investigating these ideas. Like you said, Mm -hmm. they tend to be observant and analytical. Nice. They are very mind oriented people, but they 
also do enjoy teamwork when the time is right. Gotcha. So you they're know, willing to work with others. Sometimes. Right. I mean, they do like, they do tend to be, I'm going to do this on my own type people, but right. they do understand the need for teamwork. You know, if you're going to go climb Mount Everest, you can't really do that on your own. There is a need for a team. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, they tend to spend time creating insights and new ways of expressing ideas, and they love to share their findings with others. That's awesome. Yeah, I yeah. think that sums up explorers in general. Like if you just think about what you think of as an explorer, mm-hmm. I think a lot of those definitions that we have um, are, are pretty good at encompassing it. As I think a whole. so. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some other names for the explorer archetype that you might like recognize or find to be more fitting for characters that you have in your stories. Um, so, you know, the wanderer, the seeker, the pioneer. So they're the ones going out first to discover things. Mm-hmm. Um, individualists, the pilgrim, trailblazers. Mm-hmm. So they're setting the stage. They're the ones who go first and other people follow behind. That makes sense. Right. Yeah. Uh, the traveler and then the adventurer. So I think all of those are very good at describing what exactly the explorer archetype is. Yeah, I think I usually have always thought of them in terms of the adventurer, but you're right. They aren't just that. That's right. the point. Those are good points. Right. And so beyond those titles that we have, like what are the characteristics of this archetype? What what are these characters like as actual people mm-hmm. uh, within a story? Um, so they're super inquisitive, like you said. They like to question things and they're really methodical in performing their objectives. Yeah, I feel like the explorer archetype constantly tries to answer the questions, who am I and why am I here? Absolutely. Also, yeah. you know, what's next? You know, what am I going to find? Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. what comes after this? What mm-hmm. am I going to do next? You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, they're very resourceful and cultured. Uh, they may work together in teams, like you said, when necessary. But a lot of the times they're going to be that quote unquote misfit and work independently. They're mm-hmm. going to, pro- you know, uh, want to work alone. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. They appeal to youthfulness and are usually ahead of their time. Um, they're intelligent and analytical, like you said, but on the other side of that, they also might not be very organized. That's Um, interesting because I would think they would have to be very organized in order to go out there and blaze those trails. That's true. But if you think about what you said earlier about them also being like restless or unreliable, you know, Mm -hmm. maybe they do lack organization and that's part of what makes them that way. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, they're supportive and patient with their friends and loved loved ones, which is interesting to me because I would almost think that they would be impatient. You know, like mm-hmm. I got to go see what's next. I want to go and do this thing or whatever. Yeah. Um, but uh, this is one of the characteristics that this website said. Okay. Um, they understand complicated concepts and patterns with relative ease. And I think that comes along with being analytical and methodical. I think so. Yeah. yeah. They strive to live a fulfilling and authentic life. They want to go and figure out what their purpose is. They want to figure out the purpose of the things around them and mm-hmm. to help their uh, their friends and their family figure out what they're about. Um, they're aware of current trends and are always eager to try them. So trying new things, I think, is a probably pretty obvious uh, characteristic of these guys. Yeah, that whole concept of finding out who I am, th- these characters are central to those coming of age stories, right. You know, that they are exploring their themselves. Yeah. And a coming of age story. Right. 
Um, they also value freedom and they do not like conflicts, which I think is interesting because that's, you know, conflicts are, that's always going to come with new things. Yeah. That's very surprising. Yeah. Conflicts are inherent in exploring, I think. I think so too. And I think that's part of what makes a fun, uh, like a adventurer story, you yeah. know, is the, the conflict that comes along. But I mean, I guess granted the explorers in those stories don't necessarily want conflict. You know, they don't want to be chased by the rolling boulder that's going to That's them. true. <laughs> Yeah, they just find themselves in those situations, but they don't like it. Right. Yeah. yeah. We like it. We like it as the reader. That's right. Absolutely. Um, so what kinds of challenges might this type of character face? And and for these, I'm thinking more along the lines of, uh, you know, internal conflict that they mm-hmm. might come across. Mm-hmm. Um, so commitment, you know, staying still or true to one location or person or thing. It's going to be difficult for them to stick to the you know, a norm that, that makes perfect sense. Cause I can just see them having commitment issues relationship wise, because mm-hmm. they're always wanting the next new thing. Right. So are, are, are they going to be the same way with their love interest? Okay. You know, been there, done that. I want the next new thing. Right. Right. So I can see that being a, a really interesting characteristic for these explorer archetypes to have. Absolutely. I think you're right. I think it would be also a really interesting way to introduce conflict into your plot lines. I think so too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. They might also struggle to realize that exploration can be emotional in nature and not just physical. So like I was talking about earlier, it's not just about going and seeing new cities or mountains Mm -hmm. or, you know, traveling or whatever, but it's Mm -hmm. all about, or not all about, but it can also be about uh, emotional growth. Mm Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, This type of character is self-sufficient, but sometimes it's so much so that they can become misfits, like I was talking about earlier. But they like actively repel others because group mentalities seem equal to conformity and they don't really want to conform. They want to be their own thing. They want to be the trailblazer. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Um, They may also become an aimless wanderer or a thrill seeker. So they might lose sight of their goals easily. I agree. they they're motivated by self-improvement, but they have that tendency, like I said, towards restlessness. Yeah. um, Yeah. As well. Yeah, definitely. And I think restlessness is probably a really good way of describing it um, for -hmm. these characters. Like they always have to be doing the next thing. Like, right. Right. um, Their goals are often unachievable and in, you know, trying to scale that expectation, they often disappoint themselves um, you know, they excuse their lack of decision by suggesting that they haven't learned enough to try. So it makes it difficult oh. for them to, um, to move forward because they're like, I haven't, I haven't learned enough. Um, and this goal is so outside of my reach. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I feel like an explorer would be the type to not ever believe that anything was out of their reach. You know, the, those people that I'm like, Oh, I could climb Mount Everest. Oh, I can do that. Right. Have right. I ever been mountain climbing? No, but I can do that. You know. <laughs> yeah, it, that's fair. Interesting. I interesting. Or it would be an excuse to never try to do it because they'd be like, "Yeah, I've never climbed a mountain before. That's just that's just so far away." Or I'm going to do it, but it's like, "Where do you start?" They're always of- on that quest to do that unreachable thing and right. never actually get around to doing it. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah, exactly. I still feel like they're more doers, though, in my mind. Yeah, I think a, so too. You know. Yeah. Um, they, they do have that insatiable need to do those things themselves. Um, so they might withdraw from their friends and family while they're on their adventures, on their quests. Um, 
sometimes they're so indulgently busy looking for that next big thing that's going to improve their life or whatever that they miss what they already have right there in front of them. Oh, yeah. You know, they're always looking ahead and what the next great thing is that they might not realize that they're already pretty great just the way they are. Right. And they're Um, taking things that they have for granted. Yeah. Yeah. And by not committing to that course of action or settling down, that can lead them to that wandering you were talking about, that endless wandering, or it could lead them to the thrill seeking. You know, Uh there's people that you're like, do you have a death wish? What the heck is wrong? Like you're tossing your life away to go, you know, jump off a mountain or whatever. Yeah. 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 Definitely. I think, you know, all of these challenges, though, are really good ways to present conflict for your plot, you know, for your characters, for Mm -hmm. your story arcs across your novel or even your series as a whole. I think it's a really good way to bring in um, that much needed tension in a story. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason why the explorer is an archetype. It's a great great character to use within your story. It has a lot of uses within your plot lines and kind of that kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. So how can we actually go about writing this explorer archetype? Because that's Mm -hmm. always the question. We can talk all day about like what it is and what they mean and yada, yada, yada. But how do we actually go about creating this character? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So you want to think about their goals first. And this is something that you want to do with every character that you have. Mm -hmm. Every character is going to have wants or needs or whatever. Um, And the explorer uh, archetype often wants to live an exciting life and branch out. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're always going to be want to be on the go, figuring out that next thing. Mm-hmm. You also want to think about like what their fears might be, because this is also going to go into their motivations and different conflicts yes. that can, you know, they can come <laughs> up against in your story. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this kind of calls back to the challenges that they face that we were talking about, mm-hmm. but they're often afraid of feeling trapped and confined. Yes. I mean, exactly. They're the fear that was one thing I was wanting to think about too, when you're writing these characters, what are their fears? Because that drives them like you're, like you said, the motivations, we've talked about this before. Yeah. Their, their fear of being trapped, um, the fear of conformity, which is what you just said. Right. The fear of being bored, the fear of having an empty life. Somehow they, they feel like this excitement prevents them from having emptiness they're not fulfilled. Um, they could also be running from something. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. I, I found that in one of the websites and I was like, oh, I hadn't really thought of that. No, because I always think about it as like them running towards something, yeah. not like running away from something. But some of the, I'm trying to think of books, but in movies, a lot of the action adventure movies are people that might be running from something, but they do live this life of adventure. Um, you know, spies and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Long Kiss Goodnight is one of my favorite movies. I can't remember the actor's name, but she's, I Me love neither. her. Yeah. I, I know can see her face. Um, yeah. But, you know, there's a lot of running going on in that, in that movie as well, but at parts she doesn't know that she's running. Yeah. 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 She, she's the uh, explorer type character, but for part of the movie, she has no memory of who she was. Right. And so she accepts herself and settles down. Hmm. And so she does overcome that fear of conformity and emptiness and all of that because she lost her memory and doesn't remember those things. Right, right. And so very, very good movie. I know. I need to watch it again. I know I've seen it, but not since like I was little. Like, oh, I was my a gosh. Kiddo. So, so good. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah. So no, running, I think that's running. a really interesting point though. See, like this is what I was talking about earlier. I love talking about these character archetypes because you just learn new information, um, you know, that I hadn't considered before that would fit in this archetype. Yeah. And it helps round out our own characters that we're writing. Yeah. Things, uh, coming from a different perspective that I hadn't even thought about before. I'm like, oh, I can make this character have e- an even deeper um uh, complexity, right? Right. They do now just by adding this thing that I learned in this podcast. You know exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll also want to consider the paths that no other character would ever take in your novel, and this is probably one of my favorite tips that I found for this. So, like, you know, what is so outlandish in your novel that no character will touch it? Is there a mountain that's like, you know, considered off limits or forbidden or whatever? Um, and have your explorer character take that path. Yeah. Have them do it. Have them go because they would. That gives me chills just thinking right. about that. Exactly, I agree. Exactly. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, make them curious and independent, you know, willing to test the limits that others will not, you mm-hmm. know, even if that's calling out somebody about their bullshit, you know, mm-hmm. that's, that's going to be an explorer type of character mm-hmm. um, that's going to do something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um, think about how they may able to, they may be able to grow as a character, you know, how can they find themselves in their true identity? And that's going to be their character development arc. Yeah. Yeah. Once you, you know, as you're creating these characters, you do need to, to think about their arcs. So yes, what things are going to help your character grow and overcome whatever uh, obstacles that they have? That's, that's a very good point. Right. Yeah. Think about where they start and where you want them to end. Yeah. 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 Um, and then I was thinking, so, you know, it, the the Explorer character is so good at helping the main character because they think outside the box and they're willing to go where no other character is willing to go. Right. But can they be main characters as well? And I think so. I think absolutely, actually. I, you know, considering... Um... Aiden is very much like an explorer type. I think she very much goes out of her way and is just willing to try things that other people would be like, are you stupid? Which, you know, she might be, but you know, she, but she does it. I really would hate to see her and Beck meet. They would be a disastrous. They would get into uh, a lot of trouble. They would really get into a lot of trouble. The world might not live. You know, through (laughs) it. It just, they, it would crash and burn. But yeah, I do think that they make great side characters, though, to help push your plot forward and to help push your main character where they need to go, especially if your main character's faults are, you know, lack of action. This explorer character, you know, pushes them to do that. Right. Um, They can be that character that helps the main character think outside the the box. They're, They're the doer in my mind, but we also just talked about how they sometimes don't do Right. Yeah. Sometimes they're just, they're, they're running away from something. Yeah. So um, also use your journal, your writer's journal to to work these out. I I love to use the journal, whether it's on your computer or on, um, you know, an actual, yeah, Yeah, your phone, an actual notebook, whatever. Um, So yeah, I, I, I think that, that those are all good tips for how to write the Explorer character. I think so too. I think, those are all pretty good. I do have a few examples okay. uh, of some explorer type characters just to kind of give you guys an idea of what you know, we're talking examples about that already exist. Yeah. Right. Um, so Belle and beauty and the beast, you know, she's mm. constantly seen as, you know, she's always reading, she's always going somewhere. She's willing to take her father's place with the beast and his dungeons or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, she and is, is kind of a misfit. Right. And is willing to explore, you know, mm-hmm 
who the beast is and who she is because of, you know, what she was willing to give up for her father and like that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. That's a good, good one. Yeah. And then another Disney example was Mulan, which I think, you know, she absolutely trailblazed her way through, you know, going and joining the army in her father's place. Yeah. Um, Indiana Jones, I think is a given one. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's the first one that probably comes to mind. Right. When you think purely adventure. Yeah. Purely adventure. Yeah. And then of course, Lara Croft. Oh yeah. Another adventurer. Um, and not even just that, but an archeologist and, you know, she's always trying to learn something new is always Mm -hmm. going to discover new things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Luke and star Wars and the original, well, and episode four, which is what I watched first because I'm, from that generation, but he was definitely an explorer character. Absolutely. Wanting to go out and do things and find out things and find out who he is and, you know, be something, be somebody. Yeah. And I think those are also all really good examples of explorers as main characters. You know, I realize now uh, that I don't have any that were side characters. Yeah. You know, I'm sure they exist. (laughs) I'm sure they do too. I now, yeah, very curious. Yeah, but I didn't think about it until you posed that question, you know, can they be main yeah. characters? And I was like, you know what? Now that you're mentioning that, I can't think of any that are side characters. I can't either. That's so funny. I, I If you all know of any, email us and we'll spread the word. Yeah, but I think I that's, can't think of any pretty either. good. I mean, you know, even um, Tom Sawyer and Huckleberry uh-huh. Finn, they're all main characters too. Yeah, yeah. In their own right. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I've got on the Explorer archetype. Yeah, me too. Um, I think uh, we could probably go into a little bit more depth with it or find even more examples or, you know, whatever. But um, it's hard to do when you have a hangover. Well, there is that. <laughs> both both of us were, were both hurting a little bit today. But, so. but we had a really good time yesterday. So <laughs> <laughs> It was. It was a lot of fun. It was a good 4th of July. Oh, it was. Um, I do have an interview question for you, though, oh. and it's it's a simple one. Okay. Um, do you have any explorer archetypes in your novels? And I think we kind of talked about it a little bit. I, I think Beck is for sure. Yeah. Um, not on purpose. I mean, she doesn't set out to go, I'm, I'm going to go on this adventure and think about who I am and try to solve myself. She just finds herself in those. But the way she reacts to the situation she is in, I think, is an adventure uh, explorer type, you know, she's discovering the whole world of the Fae. Right. right. So, and is diving head first into it. I think that's what makes her the explorer yes, type of character. Diving head she's, first into it. Yeah. She's all for it and wants to learn about it. And Kata also in my story that starts here in Atlanta and goes to the other world. Right. She finds herself in that other world and goes head first into it, meeting those challenges and trying to solve those issues and kind of be the trailblazer too. So I think I write a lot of Explorer characters. I just never realized it. Yeah, I think I do the same. You know, I mentioned Aiden. Uh, I think she's very much an Explorer character just because she is so willing to do things that other characters probably wouldn't. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, she moved from her, her longtime home after her sister died to kind of figure out, you know, who am I without my Mm -hmm. twin sister? Who, what can I do now that she's gone and Mm -hmm. I've lost that part of me kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think Aiden definitely, and I was trying to think of other ones. I think Mac, you know, she didn't purposefully, you know, uh, reveal magic or whatever. Uh, But now that she has, she's kind of the one to help with it. 
trailblazing for sure. Absolutely. You know, so, and owning up to it. Yeah. She's not, she's not trying to hide from it. She's like, it is what it is. And here we go. And right. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I think, I think I do uh main character explorers types too. So absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also have a sentence challenge for those of you who uh, just need a little bit of, you know, writing prompt or whatever. Um, so what I do is I write a page using this sentence uh, and we are interested in reading them um, in a mini episode at some point in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, so today's sentence is there's a whole universe to get lost in out there. Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for listening. You can find us on our social media. Uh, we have Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Twitter's a big one. There's a huge writing yep. community on Twitter. We love them all dearly. Very supportive. Um, yeah. They pose great questions. They um, give us ideas even for our podcast episodes. Um, yeah. So yeah, check us out on our social media. The best place to find us is at our website, which is www.eatdrinkwritepodcast.com. Yep. <laughs> um, come visit our Patreon and support us. That would be fabulous. Uh, we are at Patreon, www.patreon.com slash edw. Mm-hmm. We have some things just for uh, our patrons on there. Um, thank you to Deanna and Jen, our our patrons out there. We really appreciate you. And I guess we will see you next week. Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs>